WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. <laughs> what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. everyone, welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have that Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple you can also you know subscribe to regular way follow the channel hang out and chat or listen to the archive we are happy to have you any way we can get you i am your host lizzie ward joining me as always is the ever faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman sir rockin we're here we're live we're doing a thing we're days and hours away from the super bowl not man it's just days and hours away from the super bowl where the philadelphia eagles take on the kansas city chiefs somebody's excited we breathe we breathe. We do. We're doing our breathing exercises. Somebody's a little excited. We're doing our breathing exercises. <sighs> Tweet us at WildTalkRadio. I record show. I listen. Come to WildTalkRadio.com. RecordShow.com. Or Twitch.tv/slash/WJLive. And interact with us live. And you can buy your Fortnite football skins right now using credit code RocketSoccerLens and more because hashtag Epic Partner because they're all in the shop. You can be a referee too if you just want to call it right down the middle. You can be a referee. 
And, um... That's a thing as well. Because they're in the shop. They're all in the shop. Just buy it. Patrick Mahomes is in the shop, too. But, you know, we don't need to worry about him. Everybody say it with me. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, no, they don't use Vaseline. They use, um, Astroglide. <laughs> it doesn't work. They grease up the poles. For this. They grease the, the amount of grease they're going to need to put on these poles. Know why they bother? Like legit, I don't know why they bother. Did it work last time? No. It doesn't work. I don't know why they gr bother greasing the poles. Like all you're doing is incentivizing people with a challenge. There are T-shirts that say "Grease the poles." Like you're just encouraging them, honestly, truthfully. It may stop some. It may stop them from doing some of the polls, but it, not all the polls, because people still just, if you get drunk enough, you're going to just do anything, really. Let's, let's let's all be real. Let's all be honest. If you get drunk enough, you're just going to climb the pole. But here's the thing about <laughs> grease. It hardens. I understand Especially this. in cold conditions. It will it will harden, and then it's not slick anymore. It's just goopy. I understand this. This is all well accepted. These are all knowledgeable facts. But here's the thing. Drunk people do stupid things. Yes, I know this. I have first-hand experience. Okay. So, again, drunk people do stupid things to, cele there. to celebrate championships. So, if they want no, to ride... I haven't ride, done that. If they want to ride the pole drunk... They can ride the pole drunk. It's also wrong riding the pole drunk. Anyway, Ayo, moving on. We have stuff to talk about this week. We have news notes. We're talking NXT Vengeance Day. We're also gonna have some raw thoughts because somebody had to go to the airport at six o'clock in the morning to pick people up. So we didn't do a post show on Monday. And Sorry. I, I, and I want to talk about a couple of things. So. Yeah, there, there's a couple things we need to talk about on that show. So we're going to talk about that as well. So I say we don't waste any more time. We jump into the news brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. Um, and the big news for WWE this week in terms of their shows is that SummerSlam is headed to Ford Field on August 5th. Yeah, so SummerSlam, again, is going to be in Detroit on August 5th, Saturday night. You know, premium live events. Take place on Saturdays most week, months now. So, Brent, if you're out there listening, you're probably not because you're probably working somewhere. Premium live events happen on Saturdays now. Pay-per-views may happen on Sundays, but premium live events are on Saturdays. Ding. Just saying. And, you know, speaking of events, just to follow that up, the SmackDown before Money in the Bank, which will take place in London, will be in London. That's right. SmackDown will be at the O2 Arena in London before the event on Saturday. Yeah. Um, this is cool. They're going to get another event, so that's that's awesome. It makes sense, honestly. It really, really makes sense to do SmackDown there. Like, the, the, and it's going to be live in the UK, and it'll be tape delayed here by four or five hours, five hours, whatever it is. Um, uh, so, UK gets a, an extra show out of it. So, instead of taping pre... Instead of pre-taping SmackDown the week prior, they get to do it live, and it's only a few hour delay, so spoilers really won't be that much of a big deal if you're going to spoil yourself. You're going to spoil it by two hours. So, anyway. Good. It's fun. The UK gets a second show. That's all that matters. SmackDown. Live. Before Money in the Bank. Ding! Um... Moving on, WWE has hired uh, independent commentator Blake Chadwick. He'll work under the name Blake Howard. 
and is slated to be on NXT level up. Yeah, he's going to be working with Byron Saxon on that program as the new, I guess, analyst or commentator or whatever role they decide to give him. Um, so yeah, so they've hired someone new because they're always looking for new people because they keep elevating people into different positions. Yeah, trying different commentary teams, trying different combinations out, seeing what they like, and yeah, yeah. moving on, you know, from there. Uh, and last but certainly not least in terms of WWE, there is another big story that came out over the weekend, and that is that unfortunately Jerry Lawler had another health scare. I believe on Friday into Saturday. Monday, Monday into Tuesday. I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> it happened on happened happened Monday night. I don't remember anything from Monday. I'm going to be really, really, really I, honest. I, I know that's where this happened. So this was came out on Tuesday. So Jerry Lawler suffered a medical emergency on Monday afternoon and was taken to a local medical facility where he was treated, had surgery, and is recovering. The outcome was a stroke. Pretty, and a, will... pr- a pretty good stroke, as they, they've been saying. But it's Jerry Lawler, and he continues to kick out. He he will recover. Um, I believe he's been having some difficulty with his speech, but they say that he should recover most of his faculties. I don't know if it's all, but he should be relatively normal. So that's in- incredibly good for him. Um, he looks amazing. Like, they've been tweeting pictures of him from the hospital, and Jesus Christ, he looks fine. So It's he, like his heart attack 2.0. Like, they, they show pictures of him in the hospital the day after, and he looked fine. Yeah. So, uh, he has been released from the hospital. He is on his, should be at his condo in, in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, he will be seeing a speech therapist and someone to help with motor skills. He's, as you mentioned, expected to make a full recovery for whatever that means. He's had some facial paralysis coming out of the stroke, but you can't really tell that by pictures. Um, so here's hoping he makes a full recovery. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically it. So best wishes to Jerry the King Lawler. It went from, oh my God, to, cause when it, when the story broke, um, with Jerry Lawler, it, it was everything from a stroke to a heart attack, and no one really knew what was going on. So, but it's officially a stroke, and he's making a recovery. So that's where it's we're incredible. At. Yep, it's absolutely incredible. So go him. Yep, go him. Moving on from there, uh, AEW announced tonight. Um, in correlation with ESPN, that they have secured the exclusive broadcast rights. Um in Australia, New Zealand, and the Pacific Islands starting as of February 16th. Boy, how do we like 9 p.m. press releases? Hey, you know, they 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 got to get those out, man. They got to get those out. Yeah, that's I, they they do have to get them out. That is 100% for sure. They got the press release out and, and people know it's Austra- it's morning in Australia, I guess, so that's why they released it when they did. So here we are. So good for them. They got some distribution for uh for that part of the world. So Good on them. For them. So congratulations. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. In other news, Impact Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling have announced a major co-produced live show that is set for Thursday, March 30th in Los Angeles. Yeah, so we're getting a New Japan versus Impact Wrestling show, a Forbidden Door, or in their world, a multiverse. Uh, it's called Multiverse United. Only the strong survive. Um, tickets are going to be available shortly. Um are available now, actually. They're available right now. On that show, you're expected to see in action 
Kushida taking on Josh Alexander, I believe, for the Impact World Championship. You're going to see Will Ospreay take on Speedball Mike Bailey and a multitude of others from both promotions. I believe Kenta is scheduled to appear on this show and more. But, uh, and also uh, Moose versus Jeff Cobb as well is on the show. So, yeah, tickets available now. Go to impactwrestling.com for more information. But the, only the strong survive the multiverse united impact wrestling new japan a forbidden door type show here we are here we are and with that we're going to take our first and only break of the evening sounds like a good plan to me so when we come back we're going to be ta- having a couple quick thoughts about raw tweet of the week and then we will be talking all about nxt vengeance day and some of the fallout from that show so you don't want to miss it you're listening to the rack right here on maltalkradio.com and we will be right back This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live, every Saturday night, 11.30pm Eastern, 8.30pm on the Pacific. But what about midnightish? Still midnightish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night, just earlier. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein. And sometimes, a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain. Only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show, what? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line! Go, 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 Simpson. Did you know you can use support a creator code ROCK and SOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner. 
Here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RecRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. You can also, I think, follow the channel if I missed that one. Um, how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about Raw or do you want to do Tweet of the Week? Let's, let's talk a couple quickly about raw so uh cody rhodes and paul Heyman like kind of st- stole the show on monday night that was so freaking good they put a stamp on wrestlemania and how you sell the main event with one promo and they got really personal and all invoking the word cody's father dusty and how cody rhodes is, is dusty's favorite son which was the last thing Paul Heyman heard from Dusty Rhodes. But the other thing Paul Heyman heard was, but Roman Reigns is the son he wish he had. That line right those, that line right there sells WrestleMania because you can use that clip over and over again. Cody's going to make it personal when he, he fires back. Cody's told a story about how he, Paul Heyman helped his family by giving his father a job when they were broke 20 in 2000. And... You know, he respects Paul Heyman for that. And then Heyman respected the Froge family back. And, well, a couple of digs later, now Roman's the favorite son. and Or the son they wish they had. And you can use that all the way. Have Roman talk all all about Dusty's teachings all the way up to WrestleMania. Just to eat at Cody. Awesome. It's great stuff. You needed to add a little spice to this. Not that it necessarily needs it, because the story, in a lot of ways, writes itself. It's Cody Rhodes making his grand return after, you know, the peck tear and, you know, the summer of Cody failure and, you know, his grand and glorious return. He wins the Royal Rumble. He's going to finally achieve his destiny and the boyhood dream is going to, you know, finally happen and yada, 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 yada. And the story, that's the story they're going to tell, and that's a great and perfect story. But to just add that little dig that Paul Heyman is so good at doing, and Cody rising to the challenge of that was just really, really nice. The fact that Paul can just sit there and just chip away at Cody, and just, it's almost like death by a thousand cuts, where he can just take shot after shot after shot after shot. Because the one thing that Cody has always mentioned is living in his father and to a certain extent his brother's shadows mm-hmm. and this whole journey of self-discovery that he's been on has been to sort of find his own way in spite of those shadows because in a lot of ways he's never going to eclipse his father or his brother because their achievements stand on their own but cody needs to find his own place in the sun and that's what he's doing right now but Heyman can take that doubt and that worry and that really that chip on his shoulder and just sort of just rub it the wrong way. 
mm-hmm. until he makes this excessively personal. Because you do have that dusty connection with Heyman, with Roman, with Cody. Because the other thing that, you know, kind of comes up is that Dusty trained Roman. Yep. He never trained Cody. Correct. Actually, if I think about it, was Heyman in OVW at that point? Or had he already left? Um, he may have already left. He may have been there. I don't, it was, an, it's an odd time. Because I remember when Cody was in OVW and I know Al Snow was there. Al Snow's always there. Al Snow's always there. But it was like Al Snow and it was somebody else who was running OVW at the time. But yeah, because it wasn't Dusty. Um, Because he was in, wasn't he in TNA at that point? Who? Dusty. In 2004? Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, but that's the other thing that you can, you can bring up is that, you know, Dusty trained Roman. He never trained Cody. They brought that up Monday too, yeah. He brought up how and, he, tra- he traded, he trained Seth and everyone else except for Cody. It, it's great. Not, it's great stuff. Oh, it's fantastic stuff, and that's not entirely sure. I'm sure Dusty showed him stuff. But the point is, is that he did not go through the same training system that his father ran. And then by the time Dusty sort of came into WWE and and helped form NXT and helped do all those things, Cody was up on the main roster as Stardust, and I have little doubt that that's gonna come out at some point oh, it, shots it, 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 it probably will yeah the failed gimmicks and the whole thing and i'm i'm fully expecting all of that to come up but yeah this this was a really fantastic show stealing moment like honestly truthfully they could go they could do the match tomorrow and it would be fine mm-hmm. they don't really need to do anything else after that promo but they're gonna oh, yeah, and they're they just will. gonna build it and build it and build it until this just gets really super personal Mm-hmm. And then also on this show, we saw the grand return of Lita, helping Le- helping uh, Becky Lynch beat Bailey in a side of steel cage. Is Lita going to go one more time? Seems like it. I mean, we're all okay with it, but it's good to see Lita. It's always good to see her. Yeah, it's good to see her. And if she's healthy enough and wants to compete one more time, all for it. Let's go. Yeah. But overall, overall, good show. We had Brock, who made reference to Sable that the internet went, oh my god, he mentioned Sable, while thinking about Bobby Lashley in bed, like you do. Like you do. Raw was good. Raw was fantastic. Tweet week? At least from what I remember of it. Yes, Tweet week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter. Until I found Twitter, ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling. 140 characters or less is what you're giving. My addiction starts to climb. I go to refresh my timeline, cause I won't stop tweeting no If Comcast buys WWE, WrestleMania will start sometime between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Haley Mills, my boyfriend's Mormon brother-in-law. Are you LDS? Me. Oh, no, I don't do drugs. And I think that's it. Yes, that's it. That's all I have. It's a slow week on Twitter. It was a very slow week on Twitter. So how- Well, it was... It- in terms of the comedy, it comedy. was the week on Twitter. So the there ha- were other things. There were other things. Hashtag odd ways to ask for sex. Want a fork? Want to watch Napoleon Dynamite? This other Boom. one. Take them to an Eagles game and it shows the picture of three f- current and former Eagle player names. Long, mm. Cox, Hurts. Such a great meme. Anyway, 
There's that. Corey Graves. Last night, not same suggestion. I watched Skinamarink. 100, mi- 100 minutes later, not Sam and I are no longer friends. So, uh, Pokimane was looking for, I think, um, Live-In Girlfriend or something like that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how it started. How it started. So, her, or so, uh, Ames is fiance at, you know, her in a tweet at Ames TV. Ames goes, thanks for your understanding. Where should I leave my engagement ring if she picks me? She, he goes, Please wear it in my honor as a reminder of our love. Pokemon re- replies, this thread, crying emojis. And then um, he he f- takes the picture, screenshots, and goes, baby, I was joking. Please don't leave me. <laughs> and that's Tweet of the Week. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Wait, 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 don't leave me. Don't leave me. I was joking. I was just joking. I was joking. I was kidding. Kidding. Anyway, Vengeance Day happened. This past Saturday on the WWE Network and 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 the, and the Peacocks here in the United States. What do you think of the show? Overall, I thought it was a good show. I think the one thing that made me very very happy was to see NXT back out in front of a large oh, audience yeah. again. God yes, like that's honestly what the brand needed, what the show needed to have it out of the PC and back out on the road again. It had a much better feel to it overall because obviously it's a bigger building Mm -hmm. um so it made it feel more legit like it used to which is a nice feeling um because i get why it's all in the pc right but that was kind of one of the last bastions of the wwe covid era was the fact that nxt had gone to the pc and it stayed in the pc and they were not going to take it back out on the road um so the fact that they have best improvement they could ever make um in terms of the overall show there were some good things that happened on this show there were some not so great things that happened on this show um but overall i thought it was good Mm -hmm. um do i think there are some things that need tweaking and correcting yes but it's developmental so you give it a bit of a break because it's not going to be smooth and clean and refined and perfect you have people that are going to be a little bit more rough around the edges than others yeah so you let certain things slide because you're seeing the growth process occur mm-hmm. um all right let's get into the show let's get into the show so this show opened in a lot longer than i thought it was going to be Wesley taking on Dijak for the NXT North American Championship. This went 17 minutes. I was genuinely surprised this went 17 minutes. This was a good match. This was a wonderful match. Dijak hurt his finger in this. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Ooh, but he guess what? It wasn't broken. It was just like disjointed. it was mangled. It was mangled, but it wasn't broken. I don't understand. I don't understand the difference between mangled and not broken. I don't understand. I, it, it was tilted, like it was. It was like bent, and they popped it back in place, but it wasn't broken. How the fingers? How, how is it not broken if it's anyway? I don't. I don't fingers don't, are resilient things. No, no, he didn't jam it. It. it it, it was, it was side, bent. It was bent. It was legitimately bent. It was an L. Yeah. And it was not in the sense of the normal way that a finger is supposed to bend. It, it it was sideways. It was nasty looking. And then he and Bray Wyatt were comparing fingers on Twitter. Um, but but the, yeah. This it, was a good match. 
This was a really good match. Um, I thought they did they did well together. Um, I liked the dynamic. Again, I was more surprised by the length than anything else. Uh, in the end, Wesley did end up retaining against Dijak, which was another kind of surprise because I think we had picked Dijak to win. We thought Dijak was, was going to basically destroy him because big man beat small man, but small man beat big man because he had help from Tony D'Angelo and, and, and Stax. So, yeah, they 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 had a hell of a match. Like, I was more impressed by the performance of Wesley in this one. I know he's good, but this was a really good match. It's still hard to get behind the character and all the things, but it was a good match. And This helps because you had him as a sort of underdog against someone like Dijak, so... Even him being the champion, he was the underdog, yeah. Yeah, because it's just, it, like, like, you, like we said, big guy versus small guy. Big guy should smash, right? Like, that's how this should go, and that's not how it went. So it's like, okay, all right cool this that was a pleasant surprise because it's they didn't go with a predictable outcome which i like yeah i like that they didn't go predictable so congratulations to wesley yeah retaining moving on we had our second surprise of the night we had fallon henley and kiana james with josh briggs and brooks jensen taking on katana chance and caden carter um this was a this was actually the shortest match of the night. This was just okay. This was kind of one of the ones that you had to do a lot of, like, forgiveness on. Because they tried. They tried very, very hard. They had a couple really good spot in this, spots in this match. But it was just a little, little rough. But here's why this was a good match. These girls normally wouldn't get this amount of time in front of this type of audience. Mm-mm. And this allow- this is the largest audience for that I know at least Fallon, Henley, and Keon James have rustled in front of. If because it because if they worked indies, they worked indies. They were not getting five thousand people. So for them to go out here and get it, get time to rustle in front of a bigger audience and pull off some good moves and good stuff, this allowed this what this was for them and for everyone involved in, on the show in general. But for them, a chance to experience what it is like to be on a bigger stage in front of a bigger audience. And sometimes you hit you hit all a home run, sometimes you hit a double. I hit, think they hit a double between a triple just so that they had the opportunity to. I thought yeah, I, mean, I, I thought the girls went out there and did what they were supposed to do. I mean, here's the thing. Um and this is not my favorite match cuz Fallon and Kiana just don't really do it for me in terms of a team or in terms of characters um it's just especially kiana it just doesn't it just doesn't work for me right Mm -hmm. um but they did some good things they have some nice things we had a good follow-up on tuesday with them where they were celebrating their win um katana and Caden. i'm not sure what's going to happen there if they're going to go ahead and just move them up or what the situation is but they had the titles for a while um and held them well so i'm sure fallon and kiana will continue to hold them and prosper because obviously the gimmick is over um josh briggs and brooks jensen are an interesting duo it one was, was in a suit with a mullet which took me back it, it was an interest it should lead to some interesting things because there's romance involved and you know uh the casey's maybe going a little bit more heelish because they seem to going after the champion which we'll talk about here in a minute but yeah good match they tried some stuff. All of it wasn't the best, but... The point is they tried. They tried. But, it, again, it worked. It was... And, again, it brought the crowd down a little bit as well. So, it's like, you know, you rise and fall. It, it, it was not a bad match in terms of, hey, they were put in a bad spot coming off the hot match. They continued... They let the crowd simmer. And um, it was... it was They did everything correctly that they needed to do. And 
I, I hope they get another chance to put on another match together. I hope they do too. Moving on, we had our fatal four-way tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. You had Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang taking on the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, who are your champions, taking on Pretty Deadly, Elton Prince and Kit Wilson, and taking on Chase University, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson with Thea Hall. This was good. This was really, really, really good. Okay, my favorite spot in this was that they, they, they were trying to use the announce table to put someone through it. And they're trying and trying and trying. And then there is a point where Pretty Deadly is like, nope, and put the table back together. I yep. was dying when that happened. Dying. <laughs> that was so creative. That was very, very creative. They did a hell of a job with that. This was a fantastic four-way. I thought um, Pretty Deadly looked good. I thought Gallus looked good. Uh, New Day is good as always. And then Chase U, because they were in the Carolinas where uh, Andre Chase is from, and he had the crowd behind him. And I like that their style was just, we're students, but we're fighting. And it's like his style works for him. And I thought he was able to put on a performance that should put some respect on his name. Because sometimes people don't respect Andre Chase. And I thought this matchup um, did that. Since that table is designed to collapse. Yeah, it's designed to collapse. The point was they put the the covering back on the table. It's like, no, and put the monitors back on the table because everything was cleared off. They put things back on it. Someone would later, Andre Chase would go through it, or not Chase, um, his partner, his partner, what's his partner's name? Hudson. Hudson, Duke Hudson, went, put, got put through the table. But yeah, they put, they put the top back on, they put the monitors back on. Like, hey, no, we're not using this table. And then like two minutes later, someone went, Duke Hudson went through it. So it was like, that was a creative spot to take the audience away. No, we're in a way, we, we teased you. But we're back here now. The thing about it, at least for Andre Chase, because this was this was an excellent showing for him and Duke Hudson. Um, absolutely agree that there should be respect put on Andre Chase's name. Was when they came out, there were people in Chase U t-shirts. There was an entire Chase U section. I think there were people that had their chest painted, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. Like there were there were some Chase U fans in attendance that night, and good on them. Yeah. I really think they have something with Chase and Hudson and Thea. Like, I really, oh. really, really do. Oh, Thea was amazing. Like, in the, in the promo, she was amazing. And then, like, in the entrance, she was, like, dancing along with New Day stuff. And it was, like, her cheering on the outside. She she was good. She's owning the shit out of it. Yeah, I thought like, she, just, was, she was she's fantastic. She's this little ball of energy. Yeah, she was fantastic. She was very, like, she was fantastic in this uh, uh, shining moment. Um, they actually kind of stole the show a little bit. I'm not mm. gonna lie. But in the end, the new day did not rock because Gallus. See, my heart knew. My heart knew. I wanted Gallus to win. I talked about Gall- wanting Gallus to win. Um, even if I didn't pick them, <laughs> <laughs> Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang. Pick up the victory and are your new NXT Tag Team Champions, which I'm here for. I was surprised. Honestly surprised. But I guess the New Day's run is over. They've got something going on on the main roster now, I guess. We'll see. And uh, I mean, worst case, you have New Day Chase. Yeah, I, I think they're done. I think I think that was the idea. They're done now. So, we'll I, see I, though, I, so. I, they, I thought they would have pushed it to Mania, but they they didn't. So here we are. New gals, yeah. gals uh, picked the win, pinned Woods, so it was like, they, you can't do the thing. Oh, you didn't pin us to win the belts. They pinned the champs. New Day went out on their backs. The right move. Gals is your new tag team champions. Ding! 
Moving on. In actually a really fun, entertaining, hard-hitting match, we had Roxanne Perez taking on Gigi Dolan and JC Jane uh, in a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Roxanne, Roxanne, you cannot come out looking that cute. <laughs> she looked adorable with like the little sleeves and the whole pink gear and the face makeup. She looked adorable. And then she whooped up on Gigi and JC's asses. I liked the... We're going to work together. We're going to work together. And then, hey, I'm not, we're not working together. And then, boom, we're working back together. And then we're not. And it's like all the things they did in this matchup, GG and, and JC, really worked well. I thought them getting the table was a smart move, calling back to what happened on television. I thought everything they did, all three girls had a hell of a match. Roxanne retains, but they had a hell of a match. And all three women would, would be proud. And watching this match, I went, JC Jane is ready for the main roster. JC Jane is ready to be a star because she has her and Gigi both. And it proved in this one, their facial reactions are amazing. Mm-hmm. They just sell everything. And like, you can do close up shots of them selling a move, selling something that just happened, reacting to something. They both are fantastic at facial recognition and facial reactions to sell you on what's happening. I thought JC's entire presentation on this show was well done. I thought Gigi's presentation was well done. Roxanne was did her role as she was a champion. She came through, looked really good at doing so. She retained her championship. But that's not where the story is. We gotta talk oh, about no, we gotta no. we gotta talk about the fallout. The fallout on Tuesday on NXT where Bailey hosted Ding Dong Hello. Um, on the on the show to get toxic attraction back on the main on the same page, and there was some hesitation between the girls, and then they eventually go come around and they they put it together, and they're like, yeah, we we'll, we we'll we have one more run in us, and maybe we'll come after the the tag team titles, the main the ones on the on the main roster, and then wait wait not so fast, and it's like okay fine, and then they get up, they celebrate, they're holding up the hand, woo woo. Toxic trash and music plays. They're all together. They're all back. It's back together. Then boom, super kick by JC Jane to Gigi Dolan, and then we go barbershop. The whole whole setup was the barbershop from 1992. It's 30 years later. You can repeat the angle. She throws Gigi Dolan right into a door that did not open. That doesn't yeah. look like could open in the direction they were trying for because it opened outward, not inward. And then she laid in the stomp of all stomps right to the face of, it was of, of Gigi Dolan. Yeah. It left it, was, it left the mark. It left several marks. Like Gigi was Gigi was hurting. You know Gigi was hurting because she face planted into the door and that was bad enough. And then the foot stomp, dude. Just dude. That mm, Yeah. You know it was a good angle, and people who don't watch wrestling comment, "Wow, did she get hurt?" That was that, that you know stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was really good. It's a really good angle. Like she got it- kicked right in the head and sold it. Because I think she was actually selling it. I don't think she. I think she was actually hurt. Like I don't think she was selling. Like, yeah, it was. It was like legit. It was not- brutal. There was nothing fake about it. It was, she got stomped right in the face was the comment I heard. It was like, yep, she got stomped in the face. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was not fake. It was, it was a hundred percent real. She, she took it like a champ and you see the pictures on the, on social media where she's got a nice red mark on her face. I thought this, this angle was perfect. 
I know people complain, oh, it's the, it's the barbershop. Yep, was. Wonder why it's okay? Who's the head of the creator for, for NXT, Lindsay? Shawn Michaels. Who was involved in the barbershop angle in, in 1992? Shawn Michaels. Is it okay if, if it's okay with Shawn? Is it okay with me? <laughs> if you have to, like, pretty much every tag team breakup gets compared to the barbershop. Like, the joke is, who's going to get cut, kicked through the barbershop window and get left behind? And in doing it this way, excuse me, I don't feel like either one is going to necessarily no. get left behind because you've now made gg a very sympathetic figure with the what jc did you've made jc look very brutal and you know the fact that she's not to be messed with so you've got a nice beginnings of a heel there so you have two very equal like parts in terms of the split which is very nice because and i realize that we have not mentioned this in the while is that when it takes when we talk about a tag team splitting up is who's going to get left behind, which partner is going to get left behind. And, you know, there's always, at least in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years, that's always been the comment of, Oh God, if they, it's like, you know, Oh God, for an example, um, Dawkins and Montez, right? Street profits where it's like, Oh God, if they split, you know, who's going to get left behind, you know, is or, you know, so-and-so is going to be done kind of thing like that kind of deal and with this we haven't had that conversation because it's well they can both shine they can both be stars because they both have the capability to be that it's not the one with the star quality being teamed with the one that doesn't have the star quality they both have it and that's what made toxic attraction such a very strong group and a strong gimmick was you had Mandy, who was the centerpiece and the star, but you had JC and Gigi behind her, who had that same almost equal star quality and could back her up. Yeah. And all three could basically pack a punch. So I like how they did this. I enjoy how they did this because you do need to have challengers for Roxanne. Even though you have plenty available, it's she's the sweet, nice baby face, bubblegum, very AJ Lee before she went crazy. Yeah, she, now, she's your, your girl. girl. Girl next door, baby face, everything. So it's, you have you have to create contenders for her. You have that in JC now. And technically, if you really wanted to do it, you could have it in uh, GG2. But I think JC's going to get the shot first. Yeah, we'll see. This is a good angle. This is a fantastic angle. It was a great match. I like how they used the match as the catalyst for the breakup, which is what it was meant to be. Um, Toxic Attraction is no more, which I think some people are upset about. But it's like, honestly, it doesn't work without Mandy. It, that that's the thing. I would have liked to see them in, on the main roster as a team. I thought they had legs, still time to do it. But if they don't want to do it that way, then this is the right way. And then you could package them up and send them up to the main roster with new gimmicks and sort of let them ride the, the wave. You can always put them back together. Like, that's the thing. You can. You can always do the kiss, kiss, hug, hug, let's be a team again. Like, you can always do that. And it could happen on the main roster. But I think in terms of right now, you need to build them into credible single stars. Because that's what they need, is credible singles wrestlers. Like, you can always have them be a tag team. You can always have anybody be a tag team. We've seen that. Mm -hmm. Now you need to build your credible singles wrestlers for Roxanne and for the future. Yep. So this was a great match. Enjoyed this quite a lot. And last, but certainly not least, we had... Hold on. We forgot a match. I'm you, reading off of Wikipedia. Oh, we did forget a match. <laughs> you did forget a match. You, you I just skipped right over it. 
Just yeah, you did. Right over it. Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. Because my brain, my brain skipped right over it. Um, Carmelo Hayes, <laughs> Patrick Williams took on Apollo Cruz 2-0 in a two out of three false match. This was a good match. This was solid. It was good. Um, I w- it went 2-0 because you had Davo Cato, the former Commander Aziz, my pick for last year to be breakout star of the year. Or something like that, or win a title. I forget what I gave it, but it was one of those awards. And <laughs> finally returns to NXT as Davokato with the name back, and he comes out to um, help Apollo Cruz or attempt to help Apollo Cruz be- to take out Trick Williams. But uh, Carmelo Hayes was able to roll up Apollo and got the second fall. And then after the words, you had Davokato in the ring, or yeah, Davokato in the ring helping up Apollo. Like yeah, we're boys, and then. Dabo Kato just laid out Apollo Crews. In a stunning betrayal. In a stunning betrayal, but... Good you st- kind of knew it was coming with the way they were hooking. Yeah, but it was it was worth it, though. It, like, you wrapped up the story from the main roster. It's like, hey, they're back together, and then, oh, wait, no, they're not. So now you have a feud there, and Apollo will help Dabo Kato get over here in NXT. So, yeah. I'm glad that Dabo Kato is getting a chance, because he deserves a chance. Now the main event... Now the main event. Braun Breaker, your reigning, defending NXT champion, took on Grayson Waller in a steel cage match. Yeah. The match could only be won by pinfall or submission. You could not escape, which I, I always love when they add that stipulation. That was a good stipulation. The match was there. It was there. It, it was there. This was another one that it went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Went longer. For real. It went longer. The match was just okay. It was just, eh. I, I don't know. They tried. I thought Grayson was alright. The Braun was okay. I just I don't know. It it just didn't get over with me. And I don't know why. It was good, but it was it was it was just eh. It was there. It didn't feel like a true main event. And that, that that's a little bit of the issue. I mean Grayson did get a an entrance. Uh, that was an entrance, alright. He had dancing girls. He had dancing girls, yeah. Beyond that I was eh. It was fine. The match was fine. They didn't reinvent the wheel. Nothing spectacular happened. It was just a solid cage match. What I understand is what is the deal with the shoe? I don't know. They were carrying a golden shoe around on a pillow. I'm assuming that, like, Grayson knocked somebody out with that shoe or something. I have, I have no idea. Maybe he bought the shoe and it's a trophy. I don't know. I don't know the backstory of it. But we had that going on. There was that. But yeah, it was just a, it was a solid cage match, but didn't write, you know, it was, yeah, it was solid. After the match, Carmelo Hayes came out to stare down from the ramp. So I think we're, we're done with uh, Grayson Waller getting the shot, and now we're moving yeah, on to Carmelo he, Hayes. because he's not Sean's boy, apparently, and, and he went and interrupted the uh, media call afterwards, and be like, what do I got to do? Do I got to put hearts on my tights? Do I got to... It's a shoey. It's something to do with Australians, too. There you go. Thanks, Lance. Thank um, you. Do, do I, will we take pictures? They'll do the diesel pose. Or you do the diesel pose, I'll do the Sean pose. Like, And so Carmelo, or not Carmelo, um, Grace wants to spend it for a week. So we'll see where that story goes. Overall, Should be interesting. Overall, style, it, it was a pretty good show overall. Um, I would tell you our pick results, but I do not have them because... Um, intern. Our intern is a slacker and <laughs> did not send me the information that... Uh, we need for said pick them results that's okay i know we did bad did we uh because i think we both picked new day to win we made we probably went two and three or three and three maybe i, think we went three I know three. for the two tag team matches we missed we got we got probably and we missed one because i think we, we both missed picked. the opener we missed one the opener. i believe it was the two opener. and four 
One, two, and four? Probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. They drink, out of the shoe. they drink out of the shoe he did when he won the Iron Man's Fire Mats. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Ew. Lance. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Brent will one day tell us what, how we did or not. I don't know. One day. He can tell us on Sunday. No. Or maybe Saturday. Maybe Saturday. Saturday's, Saturday's a better idea. I say well, I mean, he could tell us on Sunday, but not on air. But anyway, we're done, so you have stuff to plug, so plug away. Saturday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, will be Fortnite with Friends. And I'll be there this time. She'll be there this time. Following that... But I won't be playing Fortnite! Following that will be... (laughs) CB Radio, the Super Bowl preview show. Talk all about 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Lindsay's not playing Fortnite because... Anime I weapons. I don't feel like getting fucked up the ass. I'm sorry. There is no show Sunday night because I'm watching the Super Bowl. You should too. Fly, Eagles, fly. Monday night, we're back with the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We're back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, to preview the Elimination Chamber. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. And I found our Instagram, Instagram.com slash Wild Talk Radio. We're trying to get that back and up and running. So we have Instagram. Follow us. I was going to say, I saw the uh, the Instagram post. I was like, oh, we're back. We found our Instagrams. So we're back. There you go. Making Instagram content. Because who knows with Twitter. So follow us there for content. It's a little sketch. Just, just a little. <laughs> just follow us for content. Anyway. <laughs> It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search the Rack Radio Show. Chat if you have Amazon Prime and don't like ads. Support the channel by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen with your Prime Gaming sub. It's that simple. Just link the accounts together and boom, done. Or just subscribe the regular way. Do the thing. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use credit code RocketSock or... Linz M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop, or Apple Game Store, when you buy your NFL skins, your referee outfits, or anything in between, or, or why? We are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Linz Ward, L-A-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ward, where I do stream the Genshin Impacts. I'm sorry about Wednesday. I had a family emergency and could not stream, but I wish should be live on Saturday. I don't know about Sunday yet. I'm trying to make plans for the Super Bowl. I don't know if it's going to happen um, because there is illness and injury and things involved. So I have to figure out what's going on there. So probably not streaming on Sunday, but Saturday probably for sure. Um, So tune in, check that out. You can also check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at symbol Lens Ward or lensward.rackradioshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTube channels. And if you're on YouTube, go to youtube.com slash mbg1211, mbg films. I didn't put the YouTube in front of it this time. Go me. The mbg films is separate, but it's youtube.com slash mbg1211. Go me. I didn't fuck it up. So anyway, I don't know why I started putting YouTube in front of it. No idea. I have no clue that's my brain for you. But go check out Matt's channel because he's awesome and amazing and we love him. So with that, we're going to go and I hope everybody has a great evening or a great weekend or whatever you're going to do. But he's Rock. I'm Lindsay. You've been listening to The Rock right here on WildTalkRadio.com and we will see you next week. Bye!
WildTalkRadio.com.